Welcome to the Wealth of Wellbeing podcast with your host, Christy McCarley. If you are in the pursuit of your best life, then you've come to the right place. This podcast is a collection of tips, tricks, stories, and reminders for us to live by. My aim is for you to learn something, feel better than you do right now, and hopefully become a more positive version of yourself. Let's get into the episode. Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Wealth of Wellbeing with Christy McCarley. So today is episode six, and we will be talking about your relationship with food. Some of you may not have heard of this term, and others 100% have. So what I mean by your relationship with food is how you think about food. It's how you perceive the food that you eat and what ingredients it has, and what it does for your body. So some people have a really negative relationship with food. They see foods as good and bad. They see it as, you know, I've eaten too much of this, I've now got to go and work out because I've just eaten a whole load of crap. Now that's not a very good relationship with food obviously what we want to get to is having this kind of balanced like we talk about balanced lifestyle we want to have this balanced idea of what foods to eat and and when and what our body craves and things like that so what I'll go through today is a few of the topics which kind of sit under your relationship with food so number one is don't be afraid and that sounds so silly like don't be afraid afraid of what and what I mean by don't be afraid is New Year's Eve for example I made a s'mores dip now I'm going to side note tell you that it was not successful even though TikTok made it out like it was going to be successful anyway was I going to feel guilty for eating the s'mores dip on New Year's Eve? The answer is always no, because I know that I don't eat s'mores dip every day. I don't eat s'mores dip every weekend. It's irrelevant to me, and I'm not afraid of what it's going to do to my body, because the way I live my life is a balancing act. So I exercise so that I can eat what I like, make sure I treat myself when I feel like it, But I'm bearing in mind that this less processed stuff is going to be better for my body and my digestive system and all of that jazz. So what I mean by don't be afraid is I don't want you to be like, I've eaten out and that's terrible for me. Number one, it's probably more terrible for your bank account. You can imagine the face I'm making at you. It's probably worse for your bank account, but it's also bad for your digestive system and just for your overall, like how you're feeling in your body. So it's not necessarily what it's going to do to your body. I'm more concerned about how I'm feeling, which is probably sluggish. And I'm also worried about my bank account. So I don't want you to be afraid of the food. I want you to live your life in balance. And this feeds quite nicely into my next topic, which is the 80-20 rule. So you've probably heard of this quite frequently, but it means 80% of the time 
you're eating your whole foods, you're eating your meals in your house, you are thinking about food as fuel, which is the next topic of conversation, and you're thinking about what is best for my body 80% of the time. The 20% is you want to go out and you want to have a few cocktails with your friend, you want to eat the s'mores dip, you want to have a bit of chocolate every day. That's your 20%. And so it's also the same for exercise, right? 80% of the time we're being active, we're thinking about moving our bodies, and 20% of the time we're chilling. So I'd mentioned there that food is fuel. What I mean by that is if you are into exercise and fitness, right? I used to look at food as like I've just eaten quite bad stuff. I'm now going to go and exercise and burn off what I've just eaten, that was my attitude towards it. It was like eat little so that I've got less to burn off and I'm burning the body fat that I had. What I now see it is, is if I want to go to the gym and I want to do some pull-ups, I want to do some heavy weight training, I need the food as fuel to fuel my workouts. If I don't have any fuel, the workout's not going to be as productive. And so it's actually in your best interest to think about How am I fueling my body so that I've got enough energy to get through my sessions? Because then you're able to push your body further, you're able to lift heavier, and you're not afraid of the food that you've eaten. Again, all linked in. Don't be afraid. Especially don't be afraid of your carbs, okay? I'm not saying eat five bread rolls a day. I'm saying... Don't be afraid of your rice. Don't be afraid of your pasta. Don't be afraid of your bread. Having those sources of carbohydrates in your diet is not going to be detrimental to your fitness goals. The fourth topic is talking about intuitively eating. Now, I might feel like eating chocolate every day. Should I be eating chocolate every day? Probably not. But if it is in alignment with, you know, the 80-20 rule where I'm saying, you know, a little bit of chocolate every day, I get my treat, I get my fix and we move on and we're not binge eating, that's probably a better way to go. But what I mean by intuitively eating is I'm saying if you don't feel like your breakfast one morning, have it slightly later. That's totally okay. Obviously, our body thrives in a routine, like circadian rhythm, when we're talking about our sleep cycle. Our body loves routine, so it is going to love routine when it comes to eating. But for example, when I was on holiday, and I wasn't exercising as intensely as I'm used to, my body is obviously not going to be as hungry as it normally is. And so what I'm saying is if you've woken up and you're usually really hungry, but today you've woken up and you're not... Don't necessarily have to force yourself to have breakfast or you could have a smaller portion of your breakfast so that you're still, you know, keeping yourself on the same schedule, but you're not forcing yourself to have the portion that you usually would or the food that you usually would at a certain time of the day just because you usually do. It's the same with what your body is feeling like. So if you had meal prepped something and then you feel like something else, Again, I'm worried about your budget and also, you know, food wastage and things like that. But 
I do want you to listen to some of those cravings. I do want you to listen to your hunger cues. And that's what it means by intuitively eating. Like literally let your yourself tell you what you feel like and when you feel like it. Right? So listen to that to an extent. When we get into good habits, then the intuition is going to become smarter and smarter. The fifth topic that I've got is really something that I'm quite passionate about and that is talking about meal plans. Now there's two camps of meal plans and the camp that I'm in I love a meal plan. I've got a little whiteboard at home we pop on what the meal is for the night who's cooking it and the recipes are in a recipe database because if you know me you know that that's my kind of vibe. But what meal plans that I'm talking about in the other camp is where they pretty much give you, here's the meal that you're eating, focusing on calories, cutting out carbs, anything like that. That diet culture is so toxic for our relationship with food. It really, like cutting out carbs, everyone's like, oh, I've lost so much weight. I understand that that's a big deal for you and that's what you wanted. And I am completely on board with you feeling more confident in yourself, losing the weight if that's what you wanted. But what I'm nervous about is that as soon as you're no longer on that meal plan, you look at those types of foods in a negative light now. But you also, at some stage, are going to go back to your old habits potentially, hopefully not. But if you do, then you're going to put the weight back on. So what we're always trying to push and remind ourselves here is we need to start as we mean to go on. So if I cut out carbs, I go completely cold turkey. At what stage is it okay for me to bring it back in? Am I going to make myself gluten intolerant because I've cut out all of these glutinous products potentially actually and it's the same with dairy if you cut it out for long enough sometimes you can make yourself intolerant which to be frank with you I wouldn't suggest going gluten-free it is a bit of a pain so what I want you to keep in mind is we spoke about goals last time what I want for you is for your fitness goals to be about how you're feeling and how you're how you're seeing yourself and your confidence level. I do not want your goals to be related to the scales or to what you're eating because I do not want it to be seen in a negative light. So just to recap, your relationship with food is so, so, so important and we want it to be healthy. I don't want you to be afraid of foods. I want you to live in a balanced lifestyle so that whole 80-20 rule we want to use food as our fuel to fuel our workouts and get the most out of our body I want you to listen to your body and listen to your hunger cues because that's the best way that we get into good habits and also please all for planning your meals out for the week but I don't want you to focus on calories and I don't want you to focus on good and bad foods and one size does not fit all without eating so these are tips that work for me I want them to work for you and I want you to have the most healthy relationship with food that you possibly can
So I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you learned something and I look forward to talking to you again very soon. Thank you for listening to The Wealth of Wellbeing with Christy McCarley. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, you might want to send it to somebody that you know and love. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so, so that you can keep getting your dose of Christy every week. Thank me later.